Welcome back to DC Cinematic Minute, the daily podcast where we analyze Zack Snyder's Justice League by each individual minute. My name is Nathan. You can find me on all social media at NoClutchNate. And my name is Mark. You can find me on all social media at Mark Meadows. And today we're talking about minute number. We're talking about minute number 62 uh, today. And the minute's going to start out with Darkseid. Uh, finally, not finally, Darkseid making his big old landing uh, on what Earth. Uh, and the minute's going to end with, with, with uh, Bruce Wayne kind of asking Diana... Just a just a silly question, you know. Like, wait, he's he's got to he's got to get some clarity. Clarity, you know. He's he's <laughs> he's throwing a bone to the general audience. Wait a minute, mother boxes? Like, literally, that's what people in the audience are going. I'm sorry, what mother boxes? Yeah. I've never heard. Come on, the first time you ever hear mother boxes in in the comics. Sorry, the first time you read mother boxes in comics, you're like, I don't know what this word means. Yeah, what is this? Yeah, that's kind of. What You're not that? wrong. It's like he kind of questions. Like, am I am I am I reading that correctly? Yeah. Um, why why call it that? What does that name mean? Source wall. Who wrote that? <laughs> the source wall. Just all this. Um, stuff. It, it 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 is what it is. Um, I didn't notice it the first time watching the movie, but now every time I do watch it, I do pay attention to that part where he goes, "Wait a minute, mother boxes," and it's like, "Yeah, we get it." It, it has to be reiterated for people to grasp the concept to invite people into the DC cinematic world. You have to, you have to show it twice. It's like, um, Kung Fu movies. If there's a really good hit in choreography, show it twice, hit it once, cut to a different shot, hit, do the same sh- shot again, uh, or the same choreography again. And like, it really impacts like just how cool it was that that was there. And you really soak it in. It's the same thing with exposition. Sometimes things can be said very um, nuanced. And then it has to be like, okay, no, no. We got to say it one more time, but say it really dumb. Um, and it, like I was just watching Man of Steel and they do that. Where um, Dr. Uh, Emil Hamilton is talking about how the world engine is filling the thing with particulates and making Krypton our own and... Uh, he says terraforming, like they say it twice and then they have Captain Ferris reiterate, like, is that, what does that mean? Is it bad? Like, and it's just one of those things where it's like, we have to do it. It's going to sound stupid. It's going to sound cheesy, but, um, this is just something that, that has to be said. Um, a little bit of terraforming going on in this minute, huh? (laughs) Yeah, actually, actually a lot of bit of terraforming going on in this minute. I think, I think it's, I think it's. It's starting, like the entire yeah. process of uh, we're gonna turn make we're, we're gonna make you into apocalypse. Yeah, Darkseid. Um, yesterday I talked about this spear that he has, and I said that, in my opinion, I don't know if there is a working theory. I don't know what else the internet is is thinking about because I actually haven't heard much of the internet really dive into this movie as much anymore because I haven't been paying attention um, to other people analyzing it. But I said yesterday that the old gods, as in Zeus, Ares, and Artemis, they have like these like thermal glowing parts of their bodies. And I said that the staff looked 
like it has that same kind of thermal radiation, which is like in my transitive thinking would have been like, okay, maybe this is a weapon of the old gods where uh, Uxas is from. Um, and then I thought about it more in this minute because we have this amazing moment with Darkseid. And you're right, Nate. We finally do get to see Darkseid. This is, I mean, four years of waiting. This is the first time we're seeing Darkseid. Um, so it is like, you know, kind of like a coming home type moment for him. Even, um, I mean, longer than four years to me. I mean, clearly it's like the first time we're seeing Darkseid live action in any movie. Yeah. Yeah. That's pretty big. It's a big deal. Man, yeah. he just takes a face full of lava anyway. Um, but you know, he has this moment and he slams the weapon into the ground. Yeah. That's when he takes a face full of lava. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Eats it. Just, just eats it. Um, man, but this could not have been done by sheer force of strength. Like whatever happens. No. Yeah. That thing is like a key. It's a key. Yeah. And if the anti-life equation, spoiler alert, is here on earth which it discovers yeah which he does discover here in today's minute um this weapon has to be the reason he's unlocked it yeah so let me try to piece together some things the reason why the anti-life equation is mm, on earth i guess for lack of a better term um is because like humans like inherently possess part of the equation in our minds you know defiance and 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 entropy and just like that whole shtick you know what i mean mm-hmm. we're, we're depressed <laughs> we're depressed people so it's like a, that yeah. kind of thing so it's like yeah so humans just all humans have it inherently in their mind the more powerful minds can unlock it and more powerful minds can complete the equation um, mm-hmm. but the fact that it's like on earth so much, I mean, it's just, yeah. So it's like, it's, I don't know. So that makes sense if this is a key that this key would have had to have come maybe from here a long time ago. Could have came here. It could have been, um, it could be for, from where he's from it. I mean, there's other things to consider as far as like, the runes of the anti-life equation that are etched into earth. Um, there's also still a missing link between the codex Krypton's codex um, that's etched into that skull. Who does the skull belong to? Where are the other parts of that body? Um, and are we why, certain that was part of the anti-life equation? It could be part of, you know, the, I, I don't know life equation maybe the opposite of it yeah so if that's that that's where that could be a thing yeah and i think because that's imbued in superman you know this could be something that that trumps this this anti-life equation this could be like the long con that that snyder and, and his company have written um into this dc cinematic universe it's it's there's a lot there's a lot here that i feel like is being shown to us and it's it's evidence for what's supposed to happen um because we still don't have those answers yet 
And if you look at it from, you know, this minute, if you if you see the, the bird's eye view of when the armada starts to swoop in and looks at the anti-life equation, you can clearly see, like, this looks like there's some symbols in there. It's not just, like, alchemy signs, but, like, it has almost like there are letters towards the center of it. Um, and I think in DC Comics, like, it is an actual formula oh yeah i have it do you want me to read it for you uh sure yeah like let's read it so people know do you have it i don't have it oh i have it you said you had it i thought yeah i have it (laughs) somewhere i don't know what the last symbols mean um so i'll leave that to all you mathematicians here but uh the formula essentially should be uh loneliness plus alienation plus fear plus despair, plus self-worth, divided by mockery, divided by con- uh, condemnation. Condemnation, there you go. Is that divided by misunderstanding? Yeah, times guilt, times shame, times failure, times judgment. And what's N equals Y? N equals Y, where Y equals hope, and N equals folly. Love okay, equals so, okay. life equals yeah. death. And self equals dark side. So it, it's like an actual formula. And so what I would assume from that is that the writers, when they created this anti-life equation, when they solidify that this is what the anti-life equation actually is, like it's an actual equation, it's an actual, I guess, piece of metaphysical science, um, seems to confirm like, Yes, uh, scientifically, everything is pointless. You know, life, hope, freedom, it's, it's scientifically proven to be pointless, um, which is scary and upsetting, disappointing, depressing, yada, yada, yada. That sucks. And I guess when Darkseid gets the ability or he finds out about the anti-life equation, it's not, I guess, not something... Is it like a physical thing he acquires, like a like a super power up? Yeah, ability? you can you can use it to. You when you possess the knowledge of it in full, uh, to an extent, I guess. There's there's since you know it being metaphysical. There's a way you know if it's like, do you possess the full amount of it? Do you just possess most of the equation? And then you know how to use the equation. It's then it's just like magic at that time. You kind of control people or things free will. It was kind of cool. Mm-hmm. It was neat. Someone said like, oh, by the way, Pied Piper like has like part of the anti-life equation like in his mind. That's how they're able to use their powers. So it's like mm-hmm. that makes sense. You're, you're, you know, influencing the free will of the rats, the Mickey Mouse guys and stuff, you know. <laughs> <laughs> the Mickey Mouse guys. No, yeah, I understand it though. Like the anti-life equation, like when you think about it as a concept, um, it's 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 real. I mean, it's it's something that we deal with all the time, which is just a creeping sense of entropy. existential, yeah, entropy, existential dread, dis, um, despair, and mm-hmm. depression, stuff like that that we go through without our life, and. It's one of those things that I I fight back on when I talk about other things when it comes to what we're so used to naturally and traditionally. Um, And it's kind of like, yes, those things exist. Yes, we have to accept that those things are inevitable. 
but we can't allow those things to dictate the way we live our lives. And so when we start talking about like, I guess what is the opposite towards the anti-life equation or antidote rather the life um, equation, the life equation, things like that. It's like, yes, the anti-life equation might be a metaphysical scientific formula, but you shouldn't let that win just based on, on science. You can't be one of those like, well, these are facts. So it's like, come on now. We can be better than this. We have to. Um, it's one of those things. And I think that's, that's kind of the, the beauty of, of the people who wrote this anti-life equation. It's like, yes, this is a proven thing, but not, not invincible. So I think it's, I think it's pretty great. Um, when we think about it like that, um, because it is really scary. It is really scary that a person like this is hunting down such an equation that it exists and then spoiler alert that dark side gets the anti-life equation eventually so. yeah but then there's you know the characters like the anti-monitor which is supposed to be Ooh. the personification of said anti-life equation just like I do a like anti-monitor. world eater you know mm-hmm. or just like a despair entropy being just like when you show up it's just like dude does nothing nothing matters just c- quit it just stop <laughs> And then once you guys stopped, okay, I'm going to eat you now. Just like that. That's just what happens. And yeah. and Darkseid's, like, smart, so he's just like, I just want to, like, control people, you know? Mm-hmm. Use telepathy, maybe. Yeah. I like how, um, like, the, the foil to them is Superman. Like, Superman being that beacon of hope, being that, like, idea that concept of what a superhero is i i like that superman is the one um that they see as a threat so not just because of physical strength yeah but because of what he stands for which is supposed to be the battle of ideologies in our own mind the best of us yes fighting entropy Mm -hmm. and then like it's kind of neat how they throw in, how they toss in lanterns there, right? So it's like, so 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 any sort of lantern could probably be a a match for the anti life equation because the reason why they would they would have that ring is because whatever that 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 power or whatever that emotion that they were that they were representing is so great in them that it probably has the potential to outweigh the anti-life equation or outweigh to being succumbed to the anti-life equation but not fully you know what i mean because obviously so, saying, so uh, what you're saying is kyle rayner could beat dark side in a fight well uh white lantern kyle rayner yes and he does do all that stuff later on that does mm-hmm. happen at the end right at the end of his, his run i think uh yeah that whole thing but just in general i think like kyle rayner yeah obviously he would have like you know Man, it was wild how they tried to make him all Jesus and stuff. It's like, all right. Yeah, but I'm cool with it's, it. I'm cool with it, but then anyway, anyway. But take That's any of the, any of the uh, any of the 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 spectrum. You know, any any of the emotions, whatever. Let's just obviously go with willpower. Someone's willpower obviously could be great enough to overcome that. Uh, mm-hmm. But I just think 
they're on the reverse you know obviously on the reverse side they probably can not overcome it because their willpower could be broken you know yeah. um I blue, think we're blue lanterns <laughs> anybody like like hope or something like that probably could at a certain point outweigh that but the I ring like, the rings need to get charged you know that's that's the whole <laughs> thing running, they're, they're <laughs> <running out> of <laughs> juice <laughs> Maybe that's another I really thing. like the Blue Lantern core. Oh, um, yeah, absolutely. St. Walker and everything. St. Walker, yeah. I, I just like their their power. I like their ability. Um, I like, I think my favorite one is the Compassion ones, the Purple, the Indigo Tribe. Yeah. I really like them because I really like how middle of the road that they are um, as, as far as, like, um, where they stand and where they actually, like... Um, get involved in things i really like that tribe a lot um but yeah i i would think that maybe the white lantern is has the best chance is it well it is like its own formula it's the life formula so it it probably is just the life equation probably just a different uh, probably a different equation but got the same answer life formula but probably just like a deputized version of it a like, deputized version like that's how they that's what they would put in in textbooks that's what they do in 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 green lantern books they say Screw i deputized that. no that's what they i mean we're talking about space cops here does it that's the terminology now, now you're these. giving them space cop propaganda are they are they not <laughs> that's the problem i have with green lantern core sometimes it's all just Oh, yeah, so you guys think you guys, learn. Yeah. yeah. It's like, yes, thank you for saving our planet from being cracked open. But also, wait, you guys are you're just cops, bro. <laughs> and then, like, that's how you get to, like, the Yellow Lantern Corps and all that. Just people yeah. taken away with it. It's like, you're supposed to be protecting. And then, like, th- then there's beings like that that are probably so much so lost in like yellow lantern like fear that the anti-life equation wouldn't even be able to phase them because they can't even focus on anything other than i don't know being scary or being scared you also got you got the you got some of them who the only ones that i'm like okay maybe this is really bad is like maybe the orange lantern core there's only one it's just the one guy it's just laura fleece and it's just the orange lantern yeah i mean but also like is the Red Lantern Corps really that bad? I know Atrocitus. Uh, yeah, they're. But when they're when like Dex- the, they're like the Sith. If like the Sith was like that, that what 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 the general populace thinks the Sith is is just angry people. But Karazorel and 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 Dexter are there. I know and they're that's not why I'm necessarily that's, bad people. Okay, okay. They're not necessarily bad people. Count Dooku. He's not a bad person. Exactly. That's why I'm saying like they're the Red Lanterns are like essentially like what the Sith would would be. They're they're just they're just angry. They're directed. Yeah. Their anger is directed at something, and their it's like whoa, just valid. hang on. Don't be that angry. I can't. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just so I'm just so fed up. Yeah. You know, and when you go through that much trauma, it's like oh okay, well, <laughs> exactly. We made them that way. Yep. We well, okay, that. okay, Joker. All right, Joaquin Phoenix. Okay, not him. <laughs> not him. Not that one. 
No. He had his chance. Now it's Ed Sheeran, apparently. Um, I lost track here. Um, but uh, I just want to go. Let, let me let's talk about Dark Side real quick. Let's talk about uh, Uxas here, or however you want to pronounce him. Uh, I think we're all in the boat here on Uxas, or yeah, sure. I don't know. Sure, dark side. whatever. Let's just go with Dark Side. He looks really good here. Yeah, he man. looks phenomenal. He looks fantastic. My favorite part about this, besides the jawline armor, chin strap, uh, chin strap, is uh, his eyes. They did such a great job on his pupils here. Um, I really like after he picks up the dirt from the ground, um, his pupils don't seem to be looking at his hand. They seem to rather be looking straight into the camera, which is a really good shot here. It's actually very menacing. Mm. He just seems to be focused as if he's looking directly at us, um, which is kind of chilling. And I really love this animation. I love the shot composition. I love him in the center. I love the armada behind him. Almost as if he has like black wings. uh, Almost like a devil type character. Um, Like figuratively. This is an amazing shot. And this probably goes, you know, in parallel to Lex Luthor's painting. The devils come from the sky, you know. Yeah, you have you have old dark side here. He did drop down. He did drop down, and um, he has uh, the omega symbol like built into his clavicle, like it's part of his his anatomy. Just amazing design work. Um, it always impresses me how people can find things to not be a fan of. Uh, and they're always like, "Yeah, dark side looks awful in this movie." It's like, yeah, it's all right. Fun. Now you guys are now you guys are fucking get out of town. Like, like no one asked for you. Scratching the bottom of the barrel here, um, but yeah, Nate, uh, do you, what's uh, what's your history with Dark Side? Do you know you want to? Should we tell the? Should we tell people about Dark Side? Do we need to go through that? Yeah, why not? What is um? What's your first experience with Darkseid? Did you read Final Crisis first? Yeah, yeah. my first experience with Darkseid was Final Crisis, absolutely. Um, but, like, I remember um, the animated stuff, you know, but not really knowing all about it. Uh, when I was reading Final Crisis, that was when I was actually getting into comics and actually paying attention to the storylines, because that's when I was reading all of the Batman storyline um, that led mm-hmm. up to Final Crisis. Um, and then Final Crisis was a little bit harder because Darkseid wasn't like how, the, how I knew Darkseid, and it was very... It was almost like coming in at the end of the movie, kind of. Um, because yeah. I wasn't really up to date with what happened with everything else around the world. Um, and like, I remember him being like that scrawny guy. Um, and it was just like a body, uh, at one point that, that dark side was just like using, um, I don't know, like kind of mouth of Sauron type thing or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, uh, yeah, it really like got kind of important when the um omega beam scene happened and and got batman and then it was like oh maybe we should pay attention to what was actually happening here and then you'd kind of notice things like oh there the omega beam was in the cartoons you know you pick up a book out of justice league book and they're fighting dark side and it's like oh my god he's using the omega beams and 
you know, you start to learn things and then all that jazz. But yeah, that was like the first experience that I actually had of, of trying to pay attention of, of what the character was and then how he related into the universe. And then, you know, New 52 came out with the, with Origin and he was the main bad guy, obviously. Um, and then there was a little bit more uh, apocalypse lore in Earth 2 at the beginning of New 52 again. So then mm-hmm. that got me into reading more about it and, and who everything was and and what all the, the deal was and all that stuff. Um but yeah, yeah. That was that was a while that was a while back. Um I don't know. I remember my first like introduction to Darkseid was the Justice League Unlimited show because he's yeah. like at the end of the show. But I never to me he was just kind of like generic bad guy still Mm -hmm. if anything it was just kind of like okay so superman can be really strong now but then it just felt like superman could just be superman i didn't really see like superman versus the elite style superman where he's like okay now i'm just gonna be completely broken um so i remember just being kind of like okay so i guess dc's biggest bad guy is named dark side it's a very generic name who cares um and then over time, I started to read the comic books because you were getting me into them. I read Final Crisis. And then I watched, um, I think it's in The Adventures of Superman, like his own animated show. And in that one, isn't it where, isn't that one where Darkseid kills um, like his, Superman's friend? And, like, he has, like, this whole invasion going on. And then that's when Superman gets, like, even more pissed. I think so. About, it's, been a, it's been a long time. I haven't time watched that. Uh, hey, that animated series was on a streaming website not too long ago. Check it <laughs> it's out. It's really good. But, yeah, and it's been a while. But, like, yeah, I think it's there where he, um, uh, Darkseid kills, like, Superman's friend. And he gets really pissed about it and beats the hell out of Darkseid. Um, and so over time I started to actually understand what Darkseid was about. And then the new 52 was like, okay, here's the actual origin of Darkseid and Scott and Metron, Orion, all these new gods, where they come from. And it really kind of like simplified all of fourth world to me down to just, um, even if it wasn't the most grand, it was the most simplified version of understanding, um, basically what the roadmap is for dark side and then also you know with the justice league origin it was like reestablishing dark side as the big bad for a reason why he is who he is why why do we just assume that dark side is is the biggest threat because i think pre new 52 i was starting to get the idea that brainiac was the big bad i mean he had like this level 12 intelligence. He was a super smart uh, alien android, and even Lex Luthor was getting involved. So it always felt like, okay, well, Brainiac should be the one. Brainiac should be who the Justice League are fighting because he also commands his own army. Um, but then, you know, with, and especially now, the, the, the dark side that we have in, in today's pop culture, not only this movie, but Injustice, like being able to play as a character um, in the DC universe, like that helps really put you in the shoes of like, Oh yeah, this guy's awesome. Um, Or at least terrifying. So um, 
I just remember playing a lot of Dark Side and being like, oh, this character doesn't use his hands. Everything is with the Omega Beam. This man doesn't have to move at all. And then when you watch this movie, it's like, this is how we set up someone who has no idea. Someone that we have to have Ben Affleck say, wait a minute, mother boxes? Like, if someone is that lost, this is how you do it in a movie where you establish, like, no, this is the big bad. This is dark side. This is what he's all about. This is where he comes from and what his motives are. And it does a better job even more than Justice League Origins because Justice League Origins is just like, here's this tall monolith uh, of a villain who doesn't do anything and then gets kicked back into a boom tube and we have no idea why. Um, so I just think it's it's pretty great um, how far we've come with Darkseid and establishing that he's an actual terrifying person. Um, and it doesn't have to be as big as Thanos. And it's weird because it's like understood. Like we didn't need a big Josh Brolin reveal at the end of credits for 10 years. You know what I mean? I liked it better when they introduced Thanos in Guardians of the Galaxy. Because I liked that he was kind of part of um, the Kree. Or part of, you know, he was like this overseer of what was going on with Ronin. Um, I like that. Um, it worked for the Marvel Universe to, to play out Dark Side, or <laughs> to play out Thanos the way they did. Um, I don't think he's. I don't know. He's just a big super terrorist, right? Like, Thanos <laughs> <says>. <laughs> um, yeah, kind of. But Darkseid is like, oh, this is <sighs> this is this is the quest for power. They're just, he's just he's terrifying to me, and I I know Thanos should be terrifying. It's like he just had the one goal, but he he was terrifying once he got the stones. I get that. Do I think they nerfed some of the other Avengers because they wanted to make Thanos more scary? Yes, I do think so. Um, but still, still a good first movie, that Infinity War. Yeah, I that's for sure. Can't be too mad about it. I'm not. Endgame has its moments at the end where it's like that whole last act is, is phenomenal. It's just there's something about Darkseid. He's just he he's built different. It's be, well, I think it's because the end game of Darkseid is like complete. Like I don't know. They both win. They're both destined to win. Like yeah. I think they they're car they are copies of each other. The removal of free will versus just disappearing. Maybe because Darkseid is just like more darker. <laughs> <laughs> Badum tish. Give me a. I don't mean to compare them too much. I just, they're both they're both good. Um, I just, I don't know. Infinity Gauntlet never really um, captured me the same way Final Crisis did. And Infinity, it's Infinity Gauntlet, right? That's what the book is called. Am I forgetting what the the Gauntlet of Infinity Stones? I don't think that's what the title the was. The gauntlet in which you could put all the 
rocks on a knuckle. That there was the title. Go. That was the title of it. Kn- knuckle was... Rock Glove, Volume knuckle One. <laughs> that first volume was really good. That was why it was called the Knuckle Rock Glove Volume One. But it was hard to follow. I mean, final. I don't know. They're all hard to follow. Um, I still have these tabs open for this Abraxas thing. I don't know if you want to talk about that. Real no, quick. no, that no, was, no. That was so just silly. That's funny. probably just. A, I don't know. That's just silly stuff that someone wanted to put on Wikipedia about yeah. a movie Apparently that came out in 1991. Someone tried to make a some sort of alien cop movie, and they were like, we'll just steal from the DC Cinematic Universe and just rename everything. Oh, no, they still named it the Anti-Life Equation. Some alien hunting for the Anti-Life Equation and yeah. answer boxes. Oh, my God. That's so funny. Yeah. <laughs> um. But uh, one of the, oh uh, one of the other notes I had here real quick before we wrap up because um, I know we're kind of running out of time here. But um, when Darkseid does um, discover the anti life equation, or at least part of the formula here on Earth, um, and the Earth starts breaking towards these men, uh, King Arthur is right there at the forefront, like right there at the line, and is about. 20 seconds in if not 40 seconds um where you see a bird's eye view of king arthur and you can see excalibur at least i i think it's excalibur i mean he he would have to um have that sword um and this is the first time i'm getting a good look at it Uh, i think it's really great i think it's nice to see basically Zack snyder saying well i'm putting excalibur in my movie mm-hmm. like this is what it's going to look like um and i forgot to look this up real quick but i'm wondering if that sword looks the same i mean i know that excalibur does have the basic uh squared off hilt, the uh, you know ha- hand part with the round circle at the end it does have that round circle at the end mm-hmm. it does look like it i'm looking at a still right now it does it does look awful lot like the nineteen eighty one version. Like even the the hilt, like how it has like the the waved out part of it. Interesting. I think it's pretty cool. Anyways, Excalibur confirmed in the DC Cinematic Universe. It's I really there, like baby. That. I love it. Um, the only other thing they call these mystics, they refer to dis- what Dissad's people are, but we can talk about more about that later if you want unless you got any other notes nate um no let's let's put a pin in that because we'll talk about them a little bit later i'll probably have some more questions maybe we'll we'll deep dive into into some things try to figure out some some answers but yeah let's we can wrap it up for today sounds good all right you guys we're gonna go ahead and wrap up for today if you guys enjoyed everything you heard you can find us on all social media at dceu minute and the facebook group the dc cinematic minute listener society and we'll catch you guys tomorrow for minute number 63 of Zack snyder's justice league